Smoking Saturday. Thanks for joining us. And uh, I've got my wife in the studio. Okay, so Smoking Saturday. Uh, we're in my office. I've got my wife back by popular demand. The requests were so overwhelming. We had to do something about it. And uh, also making Sojourner, two-edge Sojourner history, uh, the first time we're recording with two mics. Ba-da-boom. Ba-da-boom. So how's it going, babe? It's going good. good. It's going so good. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? Well, what have we done lately? We've been on holiday. Oh, that is true. Yeah. What else have we done on holiday? Um, we have set up a pool. <laughs> yep. I actually thought I was trying to lead it up to that. We've we've had some arguments. Hey. <laughs> hey. Nah. Airing out the dirty laundry. Oh, but it's true. God. No, it's not true. <laughs> You lie. No, I'm not lying. <laughs> there we have it, folks. No, there you do not have it, folks. No. Yeah. Okay. So well, yeah. let's let's I talk a little just bit. Be a helpful thing, or not? I or don't not. know. Or you might get me like fired. Fired. And uh, me fired. Supposed to be a pastor. <laughs> you know? Well, pastors argue. Okay. So we've had a little time on our hands, and so we've yes. we've uh, been able to argue because mm. we're bored. <laughs> We've had more time than we're used to. Yes. We've had three weeks. Yeah, because usually it's just wake up, go full on, high, high five, five out the door, go to sleep, whatever. Yeah. yeah, get your one day. It's just pure bliss. But now it's like what all the time? In like get face. out of my face. I need some space. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. all right. Yeah. What? So what do we? What do pastors? Oh, what, what is the? All right. So what is the deal with? Arguments. They're a natural part of relationships. Mm-hmm. I know that much. Mm-hmm. I used to think that the less arguments, the better, but mm-hmm. I have been converted mm-hmm. to if you love someone mm-hmm. and if you become one flesh with that person, mm-hmm. your sinful nature and everything else mm-hmm. has to conform and change and tweak and grow as one. And that is naturally going to bring conflict. You know, mm. so that, how do you do it well? I guess. Yeah, and but I think even just before you go on that, I I always always say this whenever I'm doing any kind of marital counseling, I'd rather I'd personally, if I was the guy counseling, I'd much rather deal with the person that's arguing than the person that's not, or the the the, the, the couple that is. Uh, Indifferent. La- well, yeah, I prefer to deal with a couple that's loud mm. and verbalizing, and even if it's getting on the gross side, still it's better than that insidious seeping yes. stillness, that poison that just works its way through, through years and years of cold war in a mm. marriage, and then and then you have to try and pull it apart, and it's almost impossible. And I, I don't know, for me, that's been the just. I don't like that. I don't like being the guy that has to counsel that. I don't like the guy. I don't like to experience that. I'd much rather be the guy that just puts it on the table. Even if it's a hopeless, terrible argument, it's that dark feeling of dealing with it is still better than the weird, internal, cold, dark 
mm. who you know trapped mm. distant tides. It's pretty dramatic. <laughs> we need some sound effects. <laughs> no, and you, yeah, and you married me, and little did you know. If I'm being honest, I was that dark, insidious, indifferent, quiet. Well, well perhaps been, so, no. not so dark. No, but but it would, you would have been that. You just have the if you had married a guy that was also you had your, you know, let's just bottle it up and let's just press on. You probably wouldn't have. I would be the indifferent would, couple. You probably would be in the, that situation. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. And um, and that's dangerous. And that yeah, is. so it's it's almost like quite a volatile situation, you know, because you you weren't necessarily looking for that when you married me. No, I was <laughs> not. <laughs> and boy, did I get a surprise! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so okay, it makes for an adventurous ride. It does. Opposites attract, mm-hmm. and yeah. we are opposite in that way. Mm. And I think what you have taught me is to. Communicate all the time, even if you don't know what to say. Yes. That is, that I think mm. has been one of my most important little life lessons from being married to you. Well, I like being the hero of the story, <laughs> Candace. And it's, it's. Well, I can also be your hero. It's just in other ways. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, but just on that point, very yeah. seriously, again, just. Mm. Uh, maybe some, maybe you're listening to this and you know marriage is on the cards, whatever. You know you want to make sure that your premarital material deals well with um, just the need to verbalize the, the the taking the internal and making it external, giving the mm-hmm. giving your uh, spouse uh, the option of knowing where you're coming from rather than um, just uh, assuming something and working with that paradigm and mm-hmm. just so many things to say on that point but basically if you just if you're the strong silent type stop being that strong silent type and start saying stuff because mm. almost anything that you say will be more helpful than just the quiet thing mm. and um, and often that comes from I'll mm-hmm. just interject is a, a couple of things like you could be the person who is so cruisy and often unperturbed by some things on the forefront but somehow in the back end things start to annoy you but you're not self-analyzing enough and you're not being self-aware enough about those things so that you can pinpoint things Mm. and so what what ends up is a bottle up of stuff that you're not sure where the beginning and the end is. And then what happens there is that you're not quite sure how then to verbalize what's actually, Mm. you know, frustrating you. But the key, like we just said, was it doesn't matter how you communicate it, just start with saying even, I'm annoyed or I'm bothered. I know Mm. I haven't been talking about something and I don't know where to start. Please help me. Mm. Yeah. Oh, man, totally. That's a big one. All right, so that's where I'm your euro. <laughs> where you, my euro is just the kindness and tolerance and forbearance and willing to, you know, deal with things and not, not have to like, you know, or you could just forgive me. I swear, <laughs> that, that, and there's a great, uh, there's an amazing grace in there as well. You know, I never forgive you. I must deal with everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, it's just um I suppose I suppose personality traits are going to have their double-edged sword. Mm. And um 
and there were a lot more things. I remember one of the things that um, just now in hindsight, again, talking to a lot of couples that are getting married, there's that section in the marital, the premarital uh, course that we use that talks about the difference between uh, tornadoes and, and toothpaste. Yes. And uh, and just learning to, when you get married, everything is catastrophic. Everything's set at level 10. Yeah. Uh, so for my personality, that means talking through everything at a tornado <laughs> level. Like a tornado is coming. We need to deal with this. Yeah. Even if toothpaste uh, wasn't capped properly. It's yes. the equivalent of financial ruin or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And um, and so everything gets dealt with at that level 10 setting. Whereas um, if you if you start to just uh, probably from my personality type, one of the biggest things to to start to uh, distinguish there is just you can just not talk about the toothpaste as well. That's okay. You don't yes. even have to talk about the toothpaste or the toilet yeah. rolls or the you know anything at that level. You can just forgive that, move past it, and deal yeah. with it and whatever. And it's actually not going to wound you no. long term. And unless it becomes a bad habit. Right, but I mean, like, okay, yeah. then then you've bumped it up then a notch. Then yeah, it's not yeah, yeah. a then it's not a toothpaste thing anymore. Yeah. And so, not everything has to be dealt with at the same level, and and uh, and that allows you to actually use the personality trait, I suppose, that wants to deal with things well when the tornadoes do actually mm. come. That, because I suppose the the person on the receiving end of that is like, wow, everything's a disaster. Everything needs to be so fully dealt with. And I know people have often given me feedback, like just as a, as a person, mm. uh, you're so intense, you know, just everything needs to be dealt with at this freaking hectic level. Mm. And uh, so I can imagine, you know, it must have been difficult for you. <laughs> but look how, look how awesome it's been, though. Look how great you look, turned out with me. Oh, uh, great. <laughs> <laughs> look how look how heroic I am. Her- heroin <laughs> in the vein. <laughs> yeah, look at my heroin. Um, so yeah, yeah, and then um, and then from it's ex- almost exactly the other s- the other side for you in that you know nothing is a t- it's a tornado. Everything's toothpaste. And, I am yeah. yeah I yeah. suppose you know there are a couple of things like the way you get brought up influences on your life, stuff like that, you just become, you want to avoid tornadoes. Mm. And so you have a false sense, a wrong worldview Mm. because you're trying to avoid the tornado that is inevitable, Mm. which then through avoidance becomes a catastrophic tornado. Mm. That's it. It adds issue on issue on issue on issue. That's it. So something that could have been a toothpaste issue, Mm. genuinely, Mm -hmm. by even avoiding it has become just too much, you know. Mm. And so that can be dangerous. Mm, And so, yeah, I think that's one of the things. The other thing that I've learned is to remember how you operate. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, so to look outwards as opposed to inwards. Stop uh, smiling at me. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, what, what? How, how what? I operate. How you operate. <laughs> <laughs> I operate like the love doctor. <laughs> well, that too. <laughs> I operate perfectly. <laughs> My utensils are the utensils of love. Back to point. My instrumentation. 
feel a rap song coming on. The love doctor. Anyway. Moto moto. All right. So nice. You gotta say it twice. Oh, I lost my train of thought. Oh, stop it. Oh, so just remembering how you operate, and that I don't know how it happens, but sometimes you forget or you haven't. It's just a classic case of just remembering how you're wired, mm-hmm. you know. And mm-hmm. so my responses and my actions should be geared towards how <clears throat> you are. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Like no, you just to want to grow in your wisdom and insight of one another. Yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah. So knowing how I am, mm-hmm. you approach me that way mm, mm. as opposed to I know you I probe and prod when I try and articulate something in a surface level instead of just being properly honest about what's bothering me mm-hmm. yeah you know, I think I think um, the, yeah often the issue comes in uh, this is definitely the case for yeah. us but often the issue comes in when we treat each other like strangers and yeah. uh, and Think that we can get I'm so away with sorry. it. Uh, well, I mean, you know, I mean, everyone does it all the time. But it's yeah, mostly I'm avoiding I'm the, my tornado. Yeah, mostly I'm the affected, wounded one in this relationship. Shame. I know. Poor guy. So we're just gonna break right now. <laughs> Take a moment. <laughs> so I can have a little weep. Uh, yeah. No, no, it's, no, and then and then uh, you know, there is just the, um, you know, it just sort of. I suppose, yeah, I think one of the things is that you have to, everyone's going to be super different. Everyone's going to have their own mm. angle. You've got to be growing with your understanding of the person's personality type yeah. and the principles. So it's yes. it's, a com- it's a conglomeration of the two that will lead to an effective communication in marriage. And mm. Because, you know, the way you're going to approach someone in communication is not going to be the same way you're going to approach another. Mm. Uh, we know this anyway. How much more in marriage mm. and how much more in light of repeated situations that you've gone, you, you've perhaps had the same argument over and over again. You need to learn from those things. You need to incorporate mm. the, the, those things rather than just starting again, banging your head against the same wall, thinking yeah. it's going to bring about a different result. So all these things are important. Holidays are a great way to bring them out because you get to spend some time with each other. And mm-hmm. uh, and I, I have no idea how that relates to two-age sojourning necessarily. Well, I suppose, okay, here's the thing. <laughs> well, this is going to be interesting. I'm going to remaining this. sin. Yes. You know, while we sojourn through this life, we God gives us the gift of marriage, um, this great gift of love and companionship, and uh, yet we and 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 creates. I mean, the perfect marriage partner for you, and you know, absolutely talking about two sides attracting and everything. Mm. It's more like God creating both you know, edgy personalities that need to be filed down Mm -hmm. through the process of marriage, marriage being almost uh, this singular means and instrumentation through which God would, would actually sanctify us. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and then holiday part is interesting because you could actually just take all your holiday in heaven. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Perhaps we should call it just a rest from normal day Mm -hmm. stuff. You know, that story about John Piper where they wanted to take it. I know. Okay, well, for the sake of people listening in. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> John, John Piper, um, I, I, this is like a John Piper joke, 
It's, rather, it's a real story. I just can't remember the details. So I've turned it into my own little Chuck Norris joke. Um, but basically, he wanted to take a, uh, a holiday or his family wanted to take a holiday or and they were looking at the various options. And, you know, you had all the pricey overseas options and sunny paradise options. And then they had like snowy, crappy Minnesota options. And uh, they just decided to like stay in Minnesota because they would take the sunny paradise option when uh, the resurrection happened. Well, you could do that. Two-edged sojourn, baby. <laughs> Two-edged sojourn of Piper coming in, even though he rejects my theology. He's just like, listen, yeah. he's listen. like at the end of the day, uh, this is like holiday, small day. We're just sojourning. And we're going to get there true. and we'll take all our awesome holidays. And, and I, you know, what I love about it is the way he's just such radical it's, faith. Well, yeah. And it's a reality because sometimes we are such consumers, even in holiday. Yeah. We want we want the pina colada on a white sandy beach. Yeah. And totally. this kind of romantic idea that's not We want heaven on earth for well, a week. Yeah. yeah. And that's the problem. Like we want to bring, it's an over-realized eschatology. I've actually been thinking about this for two weeks. There's nothing mm. to do with our actual holiday, but it's more like, me, I actually noticed it on Christmas when um, I have an overrealized eschatological Christmas period in my mind because it's like I feel like people can't die on Christmas and people can't get sick on <laughs> yeah. Christmas. And yeah. it's just impossible that you could have a, uh, you know, like a migraine or a stomachache on Christmas, like, or, or any part of those, you know, mm. it's, it's a little bit of heaven on earth. You get, mm. you get, you're right on as a sojourner in this earth. Is that you get a little bit of heaven, for, <laughs> Christmas. you know, where everything goes away, every bit of sin and suffering. Mm. And if it happens, I feel insulted and my theodicy has Grumpy to come. Yeah, I know. And I'm like, my whole worldview is crumbling. And I realized, dude, I am such a dumbass. I do that. Anyway, so holidays is kind of like that. Yeah. In that you're like, okay, awesome. You've built it up in your mind. You're like pina Good colada vibes. in your mind. Mm, yeah. Mm. Obviously, no one's going to get sick. No one's going to die. No, no one's, one's going to have arguments. No one's going to have arguments. smile and you're just gonna postcard rest. family. But actually, you're still sojourning. And actually. You're dealing with bad moods and no money. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> preach it. <laughs> Not like that's a problem for us. No, not uh, at all. Because I sent my wife to make the money. <laughs> she said, <laughs> "True that." We're going to a restaurant, and congratulations, Candace you're getting paid. another job. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, uh, that's. I bought fine. you a present for Christmas, honey. Now you have to get another job. <laughs> no, it's not that bad. But, it's not that bad. Um, but the, yeah, I mean, I think the whole thing is you've got to, you know, two-age sojourning as it relates to holidays and stuff. I think. Every holiday could be better served by a realistic, hey, this is not a bit of heaven now. This is a God-given grace, a gift, yes. uh, appreciated rest in this world, in this life where things can go wrong. And it's time to actually mm. deal with like relational stuff perhaps or time to actually like, you know, not overeat or not overspend or just to do stuff that's good for your life yes. rather than just like pretend that you're in heaven and actually suffer the consequences. Totally. Um, overspending, yeah. going, we, we have not gone anywhere this holiday. No. And we, that was a deliberate decision. Mm. We were like, we just, we want to be people that don't feel like we need to, you know, break the bank to, yeah. you know, I mean, we possibly could have done it and overspent in the process and whatever, but. Because we like to do that. I know. 
So to work against that is very important. Yeah. It also gives you a sense of, wow, we we changed that groove that we started, mm. you know, and it's important for the kids too mm. because naturally they're just consumerists as it mm. is. They mm. just want stuff. They want to go camping on the white sands and mm. all that kind of stuff. So we built skateboard ramps in our backyard <laughs> instead. <laughs> <laughs> and we may even camp there. That, that was spontaneous, but it worked, it worked really well. Um, yeah, and the kids loved it. And so it's actually been really yeah. good. And it's been low stress. Mm. And, yeah, it's just nice at the end of the holiday not to feel like, dude, we've killed ourselves. We're no, busy. I really need a second job. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, just to, yeah, just to, and again, you're like, wow, I am in a fallen world. I haven't, like, died <laughs> Or had a, mm. no one's broken, a, you know, well, I suppose you kind of punctured yourself with the spade, but, but mm. you know what I mean? Like you, nothing bad is going right. So you get to reframe your holiday by way of just life, not, mm. you know, so I remember someone once saying to me, um, it was someone from an African context is like, you know, people in the West, um, often they, their, their presupposed expectation of life is that everything's going to go really really well and when something doesn't go well uh they're shocked and horrified and mortified and confused mm. people from a more eastern sort of perhaps third world context will um will go into life with the expectation that it's gonna be absolutely brutal and horrible and mm. when things go well they're totally amazingly overwhelmed with joy mm. and it's sometimes the smallest little things that you know th that 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 worldview mentality that mindset is going to be everything mm. and so in the same way if you're ex if you're bringing a two-age sojourn understanding that you're you're not in heaven yet mm. careful of that triumphalistic over-realized eschatology yeah. stuff it's going to get you and you go into a holiday realizing hey i'm a sinner we're sinners we're mm. you know we're sojourning together we have to continue to watch out for sin we have to get you know mm. continue to to work this through we have to be thankful for every bit of mercy God gives along the way. That's going to affect your holiday. It's going to yeah. it's going to affect everything. Versus, hey, I owe I'm owed this like paradise. I'm not going to stop being a parent right now. Yeah, and I don't have a husband. Yeah. I'm just going to put my feet up and just Dude, veg. Totally. That's awful. I know, and then everything and you falls feel apart. Bad. Yeah. Anyway. I know, and no one prospers, and no. it's just the end. and it's all postcard mentality over realized eschatology stuff. Yeah. And this, it's not even as good. Like I remember being a single parent. Oh, not a single parent. Uh, <laughs> when was that, husband? Is that another conversation we need to have? <laughs> no, a uh, a unmarried, single guy? yeah, single guy. That's what I was looking. For. Um, and yeah, you're like you're doing you're doing the postcard postcard thing, and it's stupid. And you're like, mm. oh, I'm actually I got a headache. Can't wait for this freaking stupid Day you know to plane end. to arrive yeah. or whatever it is. And uh, you know, just bored and whatever. And it's just this. Yeah, it's all wrong. Everything's it is wrong. All, it is wrong. The only thing we will rarely be satisfied with is heaven. Literally, that is Sabbath rest. That's um, that's what Jesus worked to earn for us. Exactly. Amen. You know, and and so the, the you're not gonna get what Jesus worked or earned for you in your own version of your holiday no. maybe that's like overstating everything and getting too dramatic but you know what yes. i mean that's basically i mean literally it is quite amazing that the bible does speak of rest and a true holiday mm. and there won't be any arguments during that holiday isn't that glorious weird? that's so crazy it is crazy i can't imagine it 
It's yeah. too much for me. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, obviously, I think what Piper doesn't do there is he, he doesn't factor in common grace and, and the, 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 the weakness of our sojourn and God having mm. mercy on us and our need for interim oasis periods and, and those sorts mm. of things. But, but um, well, he does, you know, I'm not just saying the, the Piper icon guy that yeah. I've created in my mind, <laughs> the, the Chuck Norris Piper. The, the, the pseudo Piper. The, yeah, he doesn't, um, he doesn't care about anything but, but glory. <laughs> and don't waste it. Mm. Don't waste your life. Okay, so to yeah. summarize, mm-hmm. we started with holidays and arguments and sojourning. There's, to, there's to no summaries. Okay. Uh, it's so. all just all over the place. It's spaghetti. <laughs> try, try and summarize it. Go. Uh, Lego movie. Emmett. Uh, <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining us, guys. <laughs> Placeholder backstory. Oh, boy. It's um, just going to, yeah. I was going to say, it's basically communicate mm. with the ones you love. Always work at marriage and mm-hmm. your relationships, whether you're working or on holiday. Mm-hmm. And remember that you're sojourning through this life mm-hmm. with common grace given by God. To take those little oases mm-hmm. when they come. Build skateboard ramps in your backyard and don't keep, spend any money. And keep listening to this podcast. Thanks for joining us. Love you, babe. Love you. All right, bye. Bye.